Hi, my name is Amy Honorado. I am the special projects editor here at DMN, and I'm reporting live on the floor of Shop Talk 2018. And I'm joined today uh, by Chief Product Officer and Founder of WorkJam, Mark Sadagursky. Say hi, Mark. Hi, everyone. Hey, so Mark, tell me a little bit about your experiences so far here. Are you enjoying it? What's your kind of initial reaction to being here today? Yeah, Shop Talk's a great show. Um, you know, a lot of interesting uh, people to meet and, and you know, customers out there, some of our existing customers and some of our uh, you know, future prospects. So it's uh, been an exciting show so far. It's really interesting too. Uh, yesterday I was sitting in at the at the keynotes and um, there's been a lot of discussion about bringing in this kind of new wave of, of talent and raising new employees and kind of gearing them up for this technological shift into this new age. And you know, a lot of what you guys do at WorkJam really brings back brings it back down to that employee engagement and employee experience. So tell me a little bit about your work at WorkJam and, and how all of that comes into play. So, um, you know, as a, as a chief product officer, um, I spend a lot of time with, you know, our existing customers, uh, you know, working with them to understand, uh, you know, where do they want to take the platform. So, you know, we spent a lot of time building a core-based platform, but we really want to talk with our customers and understand where are they looking to, to go with it, as well as things that obviously, you know, we see with talking to some of our, you know, future prospects and things like that. So then, you know, we tie that all into really creating that one platform for the employee, because the goal is to create that digital workplace for an employee. So, um, and then, you know, really to deliver that, that, that single experience, whether it be on a mobile app or on the web, uh, for an employee to really create that one-stop shop for all of the, everything that an employee needs to know working at a, you know, at a, at a retailer or, you know, at a hospitality provider. Tell me a little bit about the biggest sort of challenges that, you know, whether it be brands or retailers may face when connecting with employees that way. So it's, you know, it's a dynamic shift, um, especially from a content standpoint. You know, very often content kind of stopped at, at the store manager uh, and didn't, you know, was never getting down to the employee. Um, the employee never had a really way to get, you know, communicate back and say, I understand what you're trying to say, but I don't, or maybe I don't understand the message you're trying to get. So there is now this little shift that has to take place from a content strategy, also keep it fresh um, and provide, you know, just a constant flow of good communication, uh, you know, whether it be questions that they're asking with surveys or whether it just be providing information of things that are going on at, at the head office. Um, it really comes down to that. That's probably the biggest shift and change that retailers need to take, take into account. That's a good point. Tell me a little bit more about feedback. So what, what kind of ways can retailers approach collecting the right feedback from their employees? And then how can they use that information to kind of measure satisfaction? So it's a great question. Um, you know, so often retailers today basically have put out a, you know, an annual survey or twice a year they put out a survey which has, you know, a hundred questions. And, you know, that ends up being just responded to based on their, you know, an employee's right last week versus, you know, not what happened over the last six months. But what we really advocate is the idea of pulse surveys, you know, within the platform, be able to ask a question, you know, to a targeted group and maybe not, at, you know, across the entire organization, but leveraging some of the segmentation engines that we have within the platform to really say, I want to ask a certain, you know, a certain region of a couple of questions and then start to look at that feedback as well. Uh, when we look at some of our social communication aspects, 
Uh, we have some abilities within the platform to allow for liking and disliking. Um, disliking sounds odd of a thing to kind of, you know, why would people want to dislike? Dislike is actually probably the most important feedback. Because if you're getting a bunch of dislike on a post that you know a head office made, there's probably a corrective action that needs to be taken from a communication. Maybe people didn't understand the message you were trying to. And we're seeing that become you know, a very important feedback. And then, of course, correction and adjustment based on uh, messages and communication. So these types of messages, uh, you know, traditionally a lot of, you know, internal communications are done. You know, you think about channels like email or, you know, even internally from messages kind of trickling down to a manager or through different departments. Is that sort of shifting? Is there a need for people to connect on different, using different channels that way? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, one, the, the biggest problem has always been that the frontline worker, the person really, you know, that customers are interacting with, didn't get, had a way to get a message down to them. It stopped at that store manager. So, you know, it could be an email communication of, you know, that that now can be delivered all the way down to that frontline associate. Or it could be, you know, what we call more social aspect messaging um, and, you know, could be product feed, just announcing new products that are continuously coming in. Maybe that ability to push a recall down very quickly and effectively. Um, you know, traditionally a bit of a problem that's happened where, again, it stopped at the store manager and the manager got a printout and hopefully took that printout and stuck it on a bulletin board or, or ran around to all the, you know, the cash wraps and stuck, you know, notes on that we have this product recall. Um, those have been typically, you know, a lot of challenges that retailers have had because retailers don't issue email addresses to frontline associates. It's too costly. It's too complicated. Um, but, you know, the ability to have that within a single platform that also delivers scheduling, communication, and training, and things like that allows for that one-stop, you know, application um, on, a, on a mobile device. Can it be difficult, too, thinking about employees that may work on the front line? Is is there a need for more accessibility or transparency for them as far as what's going on um, at different different departments and maybe kind of aligning different areas of your business so that everyone's on the same page? A hundred percent. So um, we were. I was talking with a customer um, just today, actually, and they were talking. They were getting feedback from their associates about at a beauty bar um, at this particular retailer, where a customer came in and said. I can't believe you don't sell this product anymore. And, you know, they started to see that this was actually coming from one or two customers, you know, a couple of customers. And to be able to trickle that information back from that frontline associate who had no way, it, it, other than maybe a game of email, or not even email, but like broken telephone where, you know, they went up to the store manager and they said, hey, you know, I had two customers that come in and said, I miss seeing this product. But now that you can actually give that frontline associate a way to communicate all that all the way back up to the head office, and head office can now actually start taking that information. Not to say that they're going to change, you know, that all of a sudden two customers have asked for a particular product, but they're, you know, they can now actually see if it is something that maybe they've made a bad decision about a particular product that people did like um, that they can bring back. Um, so just that ability to feed information both bi-directionally, you know, from that frontline associate up to head office and even back and obviously, you know, traditionally more important, head office down to the, down to those frontline associates. I guess kind of shifting gears a little bit, you know, there's a big kind of shift in, you know, this idea of employer branding and employer mar um, recruitment marketing, which is a pretty big buzz term in the recruiting field more so, uh, where you have to kind of think about ways to put your brand 
um, forward into the market and attract new employees. So if, you, if we're in a place where you know brands are looking for new types of talent and that's talent of the future, what should they be thinking about as far as using t- technology to uh, push their employer brand? So it, it kind of comes down to a, a couple a couple things. Um, you know, a more engaged employee will provide a better customer experience. So you know, the the future workforce wants flexibility. They want to be brand advocates. They want to work for a company that they that they know what's going on and is not just this kind of big wall up and did. Not to say that, you know, obviously not disclosing financials and information and stuff like that, but companies want to know what's going on. They want to know that, you know, if it's a manufacturer and they're manufacturing a product in a country, does it use it using child labor? You, you know, can can somebody walk through a, a you know, a, a factory and video, you know, make a video and, and broadcast that out to all their employees? People want to see that type of information today and want to know and be proud of an organization that they work for. So, you know, technology is the way to, to provide that. You know, the, the group today, everybody does something on a mobile device. We're, you know, we're all attached to our phones, you know, 20, unfortunately 24-7. But that that's how people have, you know, learned to, to absorb information. They want to absorb it in the way that they're used to as well. So being able to put it on, you know, Facebook-like feeds or, a, you know, style, you know, information, that's the way that you know employees really want to get that information so we provide that that ability for employers to push that information down in a very digestible content you know digest ju- excuse me digestible way that they can absorb you know the end user can actually absorb that information i guess from the other perspective as well um employees can be used as as a way you know with social media being such a powerful and connected tool um employees can also be a way to get that organic content out there employees saying great things about you know it's wonderful to work here it's a great place to be posting pictures around the office and there's tons of ways that brands can kind of use that organic content generated uh, by employees to really promote their brand that way the problem is you know how do you get your employees excited and actionable and and getting out there is it incentivized are there ways to do this there, there's absolutely ways to incentivize it. Um, you know, one, one way that we do it, we kind of tie it in with our badging module, that ability to share, um, you know, whether permission, very permission-based systems. So, uh, you know, if they, if companies want to allow their employees to share certain postings that they've made, you know, with their social networks, we can actually track that and, and, and give kind of points towards badges and, and some rewards and recognition that can all sort of tie into that. Um, so you can actually, you know, the, the, the employees of today have large social networks. So, you know, you post something that's good that you want to actually allow your employees to broadcast. Well, they can, you know, give them that ability to take, the, you know, click a button, post it on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. So allowing them to do that, and, you know, obviously for the content that they want to control. So, you know, but that ability to do that and then, you know, reward them from a social aspect, you know, within the platform using badges and things like that is very, very powerful. It's an interesting point. So it's... it's that gamification of it, of it essentially, um, it's an interesting way to kind of get it out there and, and get people kind of kind of moving. And, I mean, with the people that you've worked with, at least, um, is there results? Are, are people getting involved and responding to gamification that way? Oh, absolutely. Um, so we have we have a customer that uh, you know just rolled it out to 300 locations, and the excitement over 
the fact that they have a voice and can now start to know what's going on and even then you know push information out that they want to allow be pushed out has literally changed the game for them and you know their competitors look at it and go I need to get on the bandwagon because I'm going to get this is what employees want today they want to be part of a company that shares information that is transparent that I, I know what's going on and that ability to do that in a very, like again you know digestible digestible content um, is very very effective and it's almost becomes a must today for the future workforce that we have fantastic um, I think that's just about all of the time that we have today I don't want to keep you waiting too much with all the uh, the craziness that's going on but thank you so much for uh, for taking the time and uh, thank you guys for all for tuning in we'll see you next week